Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Personal Finances, Part 5. We're going to do one thing one thing only, and that is to discuss the five laws of gold. In truth, I should do them one day at a time. But depending, maybe I don't have to, I'm not sure everyone's level of knowledge, but the five laws of gold are exactly what you need to get to a different level of money. I want to ask a question. I'm going to see how many people are going to participate. You too, Grace and Deanna, I know y'all are on the road, but you too. Uh, I want to ask a question. Who feels, well, thank you, Renee, who feels they understand money? Wait. Okay. I understand it, but I'm not an expert in money. That's why I'm still sitting here, but I'm I'm going to become an expert in money. I know that's right. I know know that's right. Good. 
good. So then this this is this is great, man. Then 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 I feel to have a lot of fun. I'm finna have a lot of fun because money has rules and it only follows rules. And most people don't understand this, but the top 1% does. Money, and this is not, this is not a keynote, Jerome. This is not something, somebody said not at all. This is not a keynote. This is not some motivational poem or speech in which you say, oh, it has rules and there's a lot. No, 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 no. I genuinely mean to you, Arshia, that money, like water, has commandments that it follows. I, I, I promise you. I, I know. I know, Jerome. And I know it, it, most of you are like, man, I ain't never heard or thought about it. But I'm telling you that money follows commandments, laws, so to speak. And you hear me say these all the time. I just slip them in. I, I, I slip them in and I don't really explain them. I'll give you an example, Arshia, that I know that you've heard me say before. I say, if you don't write your money down, it flees from you. You've heard me say this before. I know you have. I know you have. I, because. Yes, a, I've heard you say that. <laughs> that is a commandment of money. And it's dead serious. Like that is one of the laws of money, and we're gonna go over it. When you when you follow the laws of money, it always 100 percent comes back to you in multiplication. So I'm gonna list the I'm gonna list the laws of money first. And then I'm going to explain each of them. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. I've got some blogs written about this on Medium somewhere, but I, I have to go find them. It's, I wrote them a long time ago. I have to find them. Law number one. I'm gonna read them. I'm gonna well. I'm gonna see if I can put all five of them out there, all at once, and we'll do that. There we go. Good. All five, all, all at all, all at once. And uh, Grace, I'll send these to you in chat as well, so you can. I don't, I don't know who's who's taking notes. Grace and Deanna. I'm not sure who's taking notes, but whatever one of y'all. Law number one. Actually, I really need to find medium real quick. Hold on. I need to. Y'all can look with me real quick because I simplified this stuff, and I, it can really speed us up. Here's. Right here, four reasons you make money. So I'm way back in 2018. I, had, I didn't realize I had 179 followers on Medium. Really need to take that more seriously. It's a series. I put it in a series, and I don't know how to get to the series on Medium. If y'all see Law of Gold or something, y'all let me know. I know I'm going too fast, but the army taught me how to speak and read. Law of Gold, Law of Gold. Ah, it's in a series. Oh, well, I will do this in a manner in which- Can we'll, you type we'll it in the search bar? I probably can. Good job. Let me see. Mm -hmm. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> yeah. I always forget that. People always had to remind me that. Five laws ago. Come on, man. 2017. Go yes. ahead with your bad self. All right, then. 2017. Good job, Arshia. That's what I'm talking about. 
this is going to get so much easier. This is going to get so much because I broke these down. So what we're going to do is we're going to use my already written articles from 2017. I'll put these on Mexican News too. Because because I, I broke them down already. I wrote something before and I broke it down. So let me come back to that in a second. I'm going to list these out to you in the King James Version that come back. Gold cometh gladly and in increasing quality to any man who would put down, put, put by not no less than one-tenth of his earnings and create an estate for his future. It just means gold. Anybody who saves 10% of all their income, the laws of money, according to the laws of the universe, we talk about law as in as in everything on planet Earth moves to the center of the Earth at 9.68 meters a second. Gravity, you understand what I'm saying? Law, or every action has an opposite equal reaction, or force equals mass times acceleration. Things, Jerome, that we are not allowed to disagree with, okay? <laughs> we are not allowed to disagree with. And money, and I promise you, Y'all save money. Everybody here has saved money at one point. And when you did, you had a lot of it, didn't you? Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. as soon as you stopped, as soon as you stopped investing like you did, saving that 10%, as soon as you stopped that tithing, whatever you was doing, it left, didn't it? Wait a minute now. I'm telling you. Wait a minute. Did you say left me? Yeah. If you stop investing, if you stop saving, that money will leave you. It is a law. Because and, and it makes sense though. It makes sense when you think about how old folk been telling you. I know money's got to constantly be moving to, to yes. get any get anything God, done. I'm so so that's, glad you that's, said that. Yeah, that's what I know. That like I, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a student of the game of that. But yeah. like I, some of mine lazy, but if we going somewhere else to do something else to make some more money. You yes, <laughs> yes. I'm so glad you said that. Arshia, remind me to come back to money has to be moving. Don't you let me forget that today. Do do not let me because I. I didn't. I was gonna say, all right, everybody's off for Good Friday, but I said no. At no, nah, we don't have time to be off because your finances ain't taking off. Got time to be off. off. Got to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your finances ain't taking off. Ben Cardone said, "I got to do ten times as much." Remember, times. that's the book you gave me to read. Right. That's I right. done read yeah. that bad boy. It's gold, ain't it? It's a good book. It's I'm a all good over. Book. Yeah, it's a good book. It is a good book. Money. If you save one-tenth of it at the minimum, it will always stay with you. It is the idea of saying the same thing as use it or lose it. If you you had a talent of drawing and you didn't use it, what happened to it? You You can't draw like you used to. It's Mm -hmm. to say as, as sure as that is true, as sure as the law of money is true, that if you do not save one-tenth, what happens? One, it's close. Oh, it's Good Friday. Oh, at nine. All right, well, well come on, sit down and take these good notes. They had, Deanna, she got 
10 feet of her tire off and just wrapped around and trying to change this tire. They don't open up to nine o'clock though, so we got a whole hour. As sure as Arshia cannot go into the lake and breathe underwater without a machine, is as sure as you must, and I mean must, save 10% or your money is gone, period. And every last one of you have been part of your life when you had an investment account, you was doing this here. And as long as you was doing that, you had a lot of money. But the moment you stopped, you stopped because somebody went to jail or the engine went out and you had to do this, something. Something happened and you got out the habit and you never recovered since. You just, just, just examine your harvest and see, see if that's 100% correct. Just look at your harvest. If you're not saving 10, if you are not saving 10% of your income every single month, I'll tell you right now how much money you have left over. You have anywhere after you do everything, $600 to $900 left over. If you got that. Come on, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for somebody to challenge me. Because this laws are laws. I can guess your income. If you do not save 10% of your income, I can guess it. I can guess it. And when, when everything is done, you got $600 to $900. And that's your, your and, and, and it's not disposable income. That's just what you got left. You saying that's six hundred dollars in cash left over, Antonio? Yep, I'm oh, saying. Oh my lord, that's ugly. <laughs> yeah. that's ugly. I know it is, and that is how it works. It's not me. It's not. It's not me. You know, trying to. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just telling you that this is very important, and we're going to break it down. But you, you do not sleep on saving the money. The second law says go. Go laboreth, works hard, works excitingly for the person, the owner, who finds for it profitable employment. It multiplies even as the flocks of the field. Don't worry about it. I got a whole article on this. I break it down. Third one, probably my favorite, gold clings. Like, a, you know, the, I seen a meme on Instagram. Uh, it was a, it was passed by about a bunch of girls that said I'm I'm this clingy, and the girl had her foot in her man's sock. <laughs> That's how close she was to be to her man. It was in the sock. They had they was wearing one sock. You know, she said I'm this clingy. Gold like that girl clings to the owner. It clings to the owner, like. I'm protecting you, Anthony. If you are cautious with your investments under the advice of wise people. We coming back to it. We come I received that. I received that. <laughs> we coming back to it. If you follow wise counseling, your gold, and you're cautious, not caught. I don't mean, let's define cautious because some of you are going to take this too far. If you use education in any form, I gotta find education now. I don't just mean class. I don't just mean books. 
I mean, anything that you don't know being poured into you from Phil, Susan, Carol, Carolyn, Caroline, doesn't matter. Somebody who's been there before, gold clings to that person. It just refuses to leave. If yes, you, my daddy. Well, <laughs> that right. was my daddy. That was that person. That's it. That's it. It refuses to leave that person. If you if you go, oof, Phil, I just got $10,000. What I do with it? That gold going to stay right there. You know what I'm saying? Especially if Phil know is a wise person with those experiences, that gold ain't going nowhere. But when you don't do that, Jerome, oh my, that's what y'all, you know about it. You got $10,000, like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to be smart. And it just, you'd be like, man, I ain't got, I thought I had it right this time. Happens every time. These are law. Okay, we're going to come back to it, Jerome. Number four, gold slips. Antonio, Antonio, (laughs) shut the hell up. I got $19,000 in November, and I don't know where the hell it is right now. Leave me the hell alone. Shame on you, Jerome. Shame on you. I'm going to get out of the case. Oh, so, so now you're going to join in with him. Thank <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Anthony. Look, he needs to shut the hell up, too. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it, this is, I cannot stress this enough. These are laws. They, Frida, you do not get to change these. And Antonio. Sh- yes, sir. Did I mention in November I had $19,000 yep. and it's gone? Yep. <laughs> you heard that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I get it. I've done it. I've done it plenty of times. I, see, I'm not the person or she'd be like, oh, yeah, man, I, I've never lost money. I have lost tons of it. Tons of it because I didn't, I don't come yes. from a place. Yeah, I don't yes. come from a place with me. I have lost tons of And if you think about the foolishness you did with some of it, you, go, you get mad at yourself, Antonio. Yeah. You get mad. I'm not even thinking about the foolishness I do. I don't even call that losing. That that was just that was me throwing it away. That was me saying, "Move money. I don't Another like fight. you, money." Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what that was. I could kick myself in the butt. Oh, I know that's right. And then some. And then some. And then you taking good notes. Over and over and over again, butt kicking. <laughs> taking, you what you doing over there? You taking? Oh, okay. You take you take good notes. Okay, then use over there multitasking with a multitasking self. I saw it. The idea here of number four is gold will slip away from you if you try to force it to unreasonable earnings, and if you don't have enough skill in what you're doing, it always. Please. The exact words go. Not go ahead. Go ahead. Antonio, the the first thing you said, you said unreasonable what? Earnings. Unreasonable earnings. What is what's what's that mean? Oh my God! I'm so glad you. Unreasonable earnings. I I heard they're reasonable, and I know that. But go ahead. Go ahead. Oh my God! I'm so glad you asked. I asked back two years ago when I was helping people, you know, with money and stuff. I said, "All right, what, what do you want with this money?" Somebody said, somebody like, I got $600 and one back 10000 I said, wait a minute. That's not how money works. That's, <laughs> that's, I was like, if, I'm about to say, you know something I don't know? Because I'll give you $600 right now. <laughs> I know, right? It's an unreasonable return. We call that get rich quick schemes. You know what I'm saying? If you are attempting to 
flip, invest whatever your money and trying to stretch it past something completely unreasonable, you're going to lose that money. Whatever that vehicle is, has a 90 to 99% chance it's going to blow up and fizzle out quickly. That sounds like the gambling casino to me. <laughs> that's to get yeah, that's like one of those, um, yeah, like pyramid schemes and stuff. Like, yeah, invest here and yeah. Mm-hmm. And up the creek. Pyramid is right. Gambling is right. This is why you don't. This is why when Phil was out there doing them banknotes and stuff, he wasn't going to the gambling shack. He wasn't going to pyramid schemes <laughs> because people don't start their fortunes in the gambling shacks or in the pyramid schemes. And unfortunately, they don't also start their fortunes in network marketing either. You understand what I'm saying? That's not necessarily a pyramid unless you're first. If you're first, all right. But if you're not, it just is what it is, right? It just is what it is. Unless that compensation plan is different. But you, you get what I'm saying? Because you can, it doesn't matter. You can sell Bibles. And Bibles have been selling since the printed, before the printed press, they were selling. You can be in a network marketing company full of Bibles and you still, and you can sell those Bibles to nuns and you still will not <laughs> get rich because the way the money flows, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Gold slippeth away from the man who invested in businesses or purposes our shield and which he is not familiar with. That's why I told Sugar, hold on, Sugar, wait, wait a minute. Before we jump over there, <laughs> just hold it right now. It'll certainly, it. certainly do that. It'll certainly do that. Certainly, certainly, certainly. And then number five, gold, this is, listen to this one, actually. this one I brought up earlier. Gold flees, uh, I brought it up earlier twice. Gold flees the man who will force it to impossible earnings and who would force it to impossible earnings or who following the alluring advice of tricksters, schemers, as some get rich quick schemers. You understand what I'm saying? And this is, this is every time somebody comes to you and say, ooh, ooh, that Tesla stock going up. This is why I tell you, this is why I tell you this, that Tesla stock going up, let's invest in Tesla. It's too late. It's too late. And I'm not telling you, it's, I got you, Deanna. I'm not telling you it's too late because I'm not just telling you it's too late because it then got to Main Street and in, in, the, in the crooks and the crannies and the crevices. No, it's following law number five. By the time you hear about it, in your circle, and you ain't been paying attention, it's from somebody trying to allure you into losing money with them because they don't want to lose it by themselves. All right, we're going to break all this down. We're going to break all this down. So what I'm going to do now is... Antonio, could you answer one question before you get started? Uh, yes, you know, I, like I started money, to take you, questions. Let me do that right I, now. I know the money is that your money is directly tied to the amount of gold in the Federal Reserve and stuff like that. So, how do, do you actually need to secure gold? I mean, real gold with some of your money, or do you like? Is that to be? Is that, this is that is a, a very, no? This is a fantastic question. To be honest, Bitcoin, not cryptocurrency. Okay? The way it works, Bitcoin is cryptocurrency or, yeah, 
everything else is an alternative coin. It's just very clear to you. Bitcoin is the one real coin. Everything else is an alternative coin. Ethereum, the second one, came so early and operates exactly like Bitcoin so much, but it's backed by a lot of corporations like Bitcoin that we can almost say is two real coins. Bitcoin is Coke, Ethereum is Pepsi. Everybody else is fighting for a market share. You understand what I'm saying? If if you're number one and number two, you're making billions. If you're number three, seven, you're fighting for pennies. That's just in every every single business industry there is. There's always going to rise a clear number one. And that number one makes more money when a clear number two contests them and everybody else is fighting for pennies. Y'all could probably count how much Dr. Pibb you have drank in your lifetime. <laughs> you know, I had, I think I had like two or three of them before. You, you, like, that's, that's my point though. <laughs> you, had, you had more than me then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's my point. That's my point. So his question, before I tell you that gold is a safe and secure investment, and it always will be, Bitcoin has surpassed gold by thousands of percent as far as securing your money. Let me make this very clear. I'm only asking this because this question had a nuance at the very end. I'm only answering this this way because this question had a nuance at the very end that suggested to secure my actual cash. If he didn't ask that, I wouldn't have said it. Bitcoin. Yes, I want to secure my actual cash. Bitcoin. I don't want <laughs> Bitcoin. Think about think about it. All the major industries right now, all the Fortune 501 companies, Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies are investing investing and buying lots of Bitcoin. All of them. All of them. Do, 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 do you hear what I'm saying? Thank you, sir. I hear exactly. Okay, what you're okay. all right. Because and then because because like gold, Bitcoin has scared. It's not, I am, this is not me advocating for cryptocurrency over gold. You, you can't go wrong. You know what I'm saying? But there's, his question says something different. There well, I gotta is, have something in both of them now. You gotta, I cover all you gotta the have something in both of them. Yeah, you sure do. No, you, you absolutely do. Price forecast. Never put all your eggs in one basket. Don't no, do that. No, 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 no. Yeah, you definitely, definitely don't do that. I, mean, I guess you could, but, but you know, well, see, that's something I need to comment on too. So I'll comment on that in a second. The, the, here's why I had to pull. I had to pull this website up for y'all. This is a website. It's fa- I, I'll I'll share this. Well, let me go to the homepage. It's better from the homepage. So here is this, y'all save this. Let me send this to you right now. You save this link as much as you possibly can. This link is, this link is gold. This this link is gold. It's a a pretty accurate forecaster. 
like let's let's just go to Sheba real quick. I mean, look up what Sheba <coughs> costs right now. Here, I find my app right now because I have a lot of Sheba. Yes, look up our money. Yes, I know, right? The right now Sheba is at that's a lot of zeros. That looks like God damn. That's like five zeros and then two six three six. So you come down here in twenty twenty two. They're saying to go up to thirty one. You know what I'm saying? And right now, the accurate calculator, I said two, two, three. This, this, the point is, they're not telling you anytime soon she was going to hit, like in the next 10 years, they're not saying she was going to hit a penny. I need, you, I need you to catch that. You know what I'm saying? They're not saying it's going to hit a penny. <laughs> All right. They're not saying it's going to hit a penny. I'm not telling you it won't. I'm just telling you this coin forecast predictor is pretty solid. It's pretty solid. Here, they're telling you at some point 10 years from now, that one Bitcoin will be worth $94,000. It's a good forecast. Now, can anybody forecast? No, right? This, this, is, this is dangerous in the stock market as well. However, it's pretty good. It at least allows you to rein in some sort of expectations and stuff. Of course, I think, I forget, most millionaires, billionaires, people who are in Bitcoin to top off at like $250,000 per corner, something like that, something like that, something crazy. Gold is probably not going to do that. Yeah, I get what I'm saying? That's why these companies are, in, they're, not in, they're not investing in gold. This is what they're doing. Let me, let me tell you what they're actually doing. <clears throat> these companies are not investing in gold. These companies are hedging themselves against getting disrupted by a newer technology that puts them out of business. Uh-oh. When this is getting good. Yeah, yeah. Because when you have a hundred thousand bitcoins, are you out of business? How? How is that possible? If you look at, I'll show you right now. I'll show you this in real life working. This, this question, this is, we talk, talking about personal finances. Here we go. How much of Tesla profits will came from Bitcoin? Watch this here. Never did this search in my life. I just read all the time. <clears throat> the company st stated that it sold 1.5 billion of its holdings. 100 million, let's see, that's nearly 25% of his total profits. Elon Musk is already 1 billion in profit from this. Let's see, I'm trying to find a more recent one. Tesla makes more money from Bitcoin than it does from, come on, man. Tesla makes more money from Bitcoin than it does from cars. What does that mean for the stock? Do I need to say anything else? No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and and thank you very much, sir. Thank you very you're much. You're very welcome. That's not an argument against gold. That's not an argument for 
Bitcoin. But his question said, how can I, at the end, secure my cash the best way? And as of this frequency in which we are in, Bitcoin is where all the billionaires and millionaires and the billion dollar companies are betting on, not gold. That is inflammatory, but I'm not trying to be right. I'm just telling you what's happening. Go ahead, Phil, please. What, What they use gold for is worst case scenario. Let's say the world goes to hell in a handbasket and I need to go out there and get my car fixed or I need to get some groceries or I need to, they're gonna, if you have gold coins, one ounce coins, there will be a value associated with that. And you'll be able to go out there and trade that for getting your car fixed or getting some food or so that's, that's what you're using precious metals for is worst case scenario. Absolutely. Absolutely. And gold is always going to be relevant because it's, it's, well, for for one, it's scarce because we don't have comets hitting planet earth no more. Right. So, you know, so, and, and unless we just start getting pummeled by comets and asteroids, our gold supply is what we got. Two, it doesn't combine with anything. So no matter what you do to gold, it never loses its value. No, it doesn't combine with anything. Forget that it's a great conductor of electricity or it's a great you know, they use it for space shuttles to re-enter the atmosphere. They use it for your cell phone charger to go into battery. But you can melt all that stuff back down and it'll still be gold. That's the beautiful thing about gold. Go ahead, Phil. Yeah, and then one ounce silver ingots. Say, say it again. I missed it. One ounce silver ingots. Oh, look at that. All right. I didn't know that one. There you go. This is, that, that was a really good question. <laughs> that was a really good question for real. As for me, I, I'm doing both. I'm, I'm doing both. I'm doing gold and crypto. Just, just, just so you know, gold and crypto. I'm doing both. Thank you I'm very doing... much again, sir. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm the copycat both. is listening. I hear you. I hear you. I'm doing both for sure because I'm too. I'm. I'm just too. I'm too conservative to ever abandon gold. And. I'm not so conservative. I'm not looking at Bitcoin either. It just don't make no sense. You know, I'm not, I'm not stuck in either one, Jerome. Do you understand what I'm saying? Whichever one is leading me to where we doing it, I'm doing it. I can tell you what I always do though. This is personal. This is me personally. I follow very closely the top 100 billionaires. And that sounds really dumb. We got one 100 billionaires. We actually got thousands of billionaires, like 5,000 or something. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. I follow the top 100 billionaires. And that, that, this is the deal. I don't care what, I don't, I follow them for one or two reasons. I follow them for two reasons, especially greatest investor of all time, not Warren Buffett, what's his name? Ray, Ray Dalio, especially Ray Dalio, I follow. I follow where, they, where they're sending their money. This is very important. I follow where they're sending their money because depending on what state of the economy is in, 
their money goes to different places. Ray Dalio money, well, a lot of his money went to China. Warren Buffett hoarded cash. <laughs> Nobody has more cash. Elon Musk just made a cash offer for Twitter for $42 billion. Yes, I saw cash. Cash. That's insane. An all cash offer. Let me, let me just let me just let me just go into parentheses here real quick. I can't that Tempest doesn't want to do it because she loves Twitter. I cannot see how they do not sell Twitter. I'm gonna tell you why. Twitter has many of problems, but it ain't the problems. The idea of being on the board at the top, everybody is going to, with a 42 billion cash offer, every the CEO, everybody on the board is walking away with a billion dollars. So you really saying, Jerome, this is what you really said. Do I want to keep dealing with this problem or get a billion dollars and find me another lovable problem? Yeah, do I want to be a billionaire or mess with this crap? <laughs> you know, even if you got two billion, when you we're not talking about making more money. That's irrelevant here. Think I want you to think about the human thought process of do I love this problem so much that the billion dollars I can get from a cash sale is worth less than how much I love this problem? Because for a billion, I can go find me a new lovable problem. You understand, Jerome? Because if, 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 if well, billion, you can find tens. <laughs> man, dollar. <laughs> you understand? Man, you, 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 billion, you put 500 million in, in, in Bitcoin or something, right? Or you, it, it doesn't matter. Just, just saying, and some people stand to make more than that. Employee number 27 is going to walk away with, with $10 million. I mean, this is, this is just crazy. And it's 54% higher than its stock price right now. It's 50, his offer is 54% higher than the value of Twitter at this moment. That's hard to walk away from. And it's not the money. I'm talking about the concept of what Anthony was asking about. How can I secure my money? And if you can wash away one of my problems with a billion, you got my attention. I'm not telling you they're going to sell. I'm just telling you I can't see how they won't. Because right now, somebody's going, nope, not sell it. And the rest of the board is going, now wait a minute now. <laughs> now, now, now let's just wait a minute. And let's just have a conversation at least. And the more you entertain the conversation, the more that conversation starts sounding better. You know, so this, that's what's happening in the world today. I don't know why I brought it up. I forgot why. Go ahead, Phil. Antonio, do your little magical Google search and see if you can get the board who's on the board of Twitter. That'd be an interesting list. That sure would be. I, I, I know Elon was trying to get on, but was on the board and stepped down. Oh, that popped up pretty quickly. 
Here we go. Border. Here we go. Let's do this. Is this board of directors? Is this Twitter? Yep, that sure is. Here we go. Salesforce guys up there. Let me go right here and blow this up. So we got CEO, co-CEO Salesforce. That's Twitter, Twitter, investor relations. This is their and this is their their site too. This is their site. Oh, okay, this is the CEO. This is the CEO that just replaced the Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey's still on the board. Jack Dorsey just bought, you know, he's CEO Square. He just bought something. Something cool. I can't remember what it was. I think it was, I think it was, I know he bought all Jay-Z uh, thingy. But anyway, Silver Lake, don't know who that is. Okay, I do know Lucky Voice Group, lastminute.com, okay. And then we have, if it's another chairman of Twitter, professor at Stanford. Wow, what a great, that he got in early. I know he got in early. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. This is clearly a person who does nothing but invest capital. <clears throat> also, um, vice president, chief financial officer of Google, some savvy businessman and former chairman of the board of directors of Alliance Bursting's Holdings. So this guy owns a, what you call it, Phil? Hedge fund, hedge fund. A bunch of investors. I'm going to put that out there in the link. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. That's 11. And there's no way that... Dr. It, Lee said sales. <laughs> <laughs> that's 11. There's no way those 11 people don't have enough stocks to get to a billion. And if not, they still got something in the boredness of it that's going to let them walk away with a billion. All 11 people can walk away with a billion and still have enough to do. They can walk away with 2 billion and still have enough to take care of, of everything else because the shareholders already holding shares. Well, actually, no, ain't nobody gonna be holding shares because Elon is asking to buy all the shares. <laughs> he buy all the shares. I bet he turned the company private too. I bet he turned the company private. I know, yeah, you know, he, he, he tied the public in the first place and he wants more free speech. So that's why he's doing it. So that makes total I, sense. I think that's what he said, Tanya. What I, what I heard was that he would make Twitter private only for like, um, probably sounds like kind of like how Facebook used to be for only um, certain people. I think he wanted to make it private if he buys it. Well, I don't think he'd do it just for certain people because he's a champion of people. But for sure, it's going to be a mass. I don't know if it's an exodus. All these sites going to lose their Republicans and they go to Twitter. You hear me? <laughs> they go to Twitter. Because Republicans are the, the the biggest, loudest crowd talking about these platforms don't give us free speech. And in, in fairness, they, they, it's kind of true. It's, 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 it's kind of both and there because most of the CEOs of Silicon Valley are quite liberal in it anyway. You know what I'm saying? Well, that, that, there's some truth there. There is some truth there. There's some truth there. Let's break this, this money law down. Remember, this is a law. These are laws. These are not things that are negotiable. As cute as you are, Monica, you can't blink your eyes 
and, and you know, your eyelashes can't get you past this. It's not, it's not working that way. It's, it's just not working that way. Here's my breakdown that I did apparently in 2017 or something. Yeah, 2017, August. Five laws ago, first law, and I say straight up, it's the most important law you ever learn. Most people think money is finite, meaning there's a limited amount of wealth in the world. However, this is a lie. It's all lies. Clearly, I wrote this because it's in my personality. In fact, everything you have learned about money is a lie. Lies, lies, lies. Unless you've been retaught by someone who did not lie to you. Someone who realizes that money does not exist and they, whoever you choose to insert here is fine by me, made this whole money system up. Money is not finite. It is in great abundance, but it also doesn't exist. Paradox, but obviously let me explain. At all, you are literally stressed by a system that has not existed for more than a few hundred years and by rules of the winners who made this entire system up. Nevertheless, I'm still going to teach you about how to make this money stuff for stuff your slave. Make this money stuff your slave. Money should be a tool that works for you and not, and not you work for it. It should be a tool that promotes freedom, not a tool that creates debt by its mere formation and enslaves you. One of the greatest books in the world that exists on this topic is Richest Man in Babylon by George S. Classen. In this book, he lists five rules of gold. I'm going to share them with you and break each one down for you. Money is your slave. Fear it no more. Let me stop real quick before I start breaking this down. Everything I said is real. And it, like I've been talking like this my whole adult life, y'all, just so you know. <laughs> you can find stuff older than this. And I'm still, I'm still saying this stuff, Jerome. Money is your slave. And no matter how much they tell you that there's a shortage of money, they are lying. There was a shortage of money when it was backed by gold. See, see, I, I bet Phil got me though. There is no such thing as a shortage of money no more. They are lying. And the reason why your money keeps being devalued is because of two reasons. One, we can print it. It ain't backed by nothing. So scarcity, we, money has built in scarcity into it. But the, it's not scarcity like Bitcoin. It's scarcity as in you can't get money unless it's tied to that equal amount of debt. I'm about to go over your head. So I'm going to try to break this down without going over your head. If you have $100, it also means you have negative $100. I know you don't believe that, but I need you to get that you the $100 couldn't even exist unless the government borrowed it from the Federal Reserve. I'm not done yet. America has allies with every country in the world that has a central bank. If you do not have a central bank, we are not your allies. <laughs> 
You might want to lock that door for the men in black come up in here and take me away. <laughs> we, we have allies. On top of that, when you borrow money, well, not you, when the government borrows money from the Federal Reserve, they get to borrow that money at 90%. That means you, if they, if they borrow a billion dollars, they can leverage that to $9 billion. It might be 90 billion, but I'll, I'll show a video here in a second and break it down to you. They can leverage it that much. So this means, Jerome, if you have money, you have that equal amount of debt. I cannot stress this enough to y'all. If you have money, you have a, if you got $100, you also got $100 in debt. That means you already lost period. But see what they keep telling you? No, you didn't lose. Hold on to it. As long as you holding on to it, it means you owe me money. I'm, I'm breaking this down to you. If you're holding on to your money, you owe somebody money. The only way to make money in a capitalistic society is that debt must be moving. You must, this is what Anthony said at the beginning, money must be moving. And the only two people I know saying this out loud is me and Grant Cardone. I don't know anybody else. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just telling you, I don't really know anybody else. If, if you borrowed the debt, well, you didn't do it. The government borrowed the debt. So the government say, well, I'm not going to pay this back. Free it is. And the government then gives you its debt. And the government makes money because the government moved its debt to you. You see what I just did? And the government says, who are all these banks out here? Let's move our debt to all these banks. And then the bank has billions, well, not billions at a time. They'll have 500 million in the bank at, at, at one time. And it's all debt that they can't afford. And the only way the bank can handle that $500 million in debt is they trying to give out $1.5 billion in loans. Even, I'm going to show you how messed up money is right now. This is going to be the craziest Google search I have done in quite some time. Here it is. This Tesla and moving this thing out the way. Watch this here, y'all. Which which banks have invested? <laughs> they already finished it for me. Have invested in cryptocurrency. I never did this search before, but I read all the time. And JP Morgan Chase is invested in cryptocurrency. And I'm not talking about well, I'm not talking about the digital currencies. Here's why big banks are going all in on crypto. J look, JP Morgan. Yo, these banks have Bitcoin. Now that don't make no sense. JP, let me see. But anyway, JP Morgan, I think Bank of America, they got Bitcoin, and they literally, JP Morgan just this year opened up a whole crypto investment portfolio side of their company. Now, can you? 
They certainly have. <laughs> they, I'm telling you, I'm so serious. I'll put this link out here so y'all can read it yourself. This is 2018, by the way. This there, is, there's now Bitcoin ATMs. Phone. Yeah, you show right. You, you show right. There's now Bitcoin ATM. Just for a moment. It makes, it's, it's almost inappropriate for a bank to be in cryptocurrency. It is, it's like a preacher selling pornographic material. It's, it is, it is that inappropriate for banks to get money from the Federal Reserve and then take that borrowed money and put it in decentralized money? That makes no sense at all. <laughs> the, the brass fortitude, I've met another word there, that you have to have to do that. You have to do that. For money doesn't exist. It is not anything in existence. It's just not. And it's not in scarcity. And, the, and what even more the truth is, right now, as I sit here, let's let me do another Google search for you. I just another. heard you tell me to go to the bank and get a $50,000 loan. Yes, sir. And then and then turn and then investing in Bitcoin. That's what yes, I sir. heard you tell me. That's that's why not? It, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I would do. Especially if we got the capability. Exactly what I would do. I forgot what I was going to search, but it was going to be tough. Whatever I was going to search, it was going to be too real. I don't remember what I was going to search no more. <laughs> the point is, it's crazy. Oh, I know what I was going to search now. It's crazy out here, Monica. Watch this here. This is how crazy it is out here. The the current U.S. debt. I don't want to really. I don't want to talk about the de deficit and debt are two different things. The current. What is the current U.S. debt? Twenty twenty two. Yeah, deficit and debt are two different things. Debt. Well, I'll, I'll break it down a little bit. So right here looks like, well, that's in November 2020. I want somebody, I want it today. Is this it? 30.29 trillion. Everybody look at me. Right here is what we are in debt. And they use this on Fox News and CNN on both, both sides to scare y'all. This is a blessing because it also means it's $30.29 trillion in circulation times the 90% they can borrow on top of it. Okay. I, I don't know how deep y'all want me to go. I, I don't think we get to the five laws, Jerome. I think I'm, <laughs> I don't think we get to the, I think we just gotta cover this one. <laughs> go ahead, Phil, you give me a good time to bring something up. Well, the, the, the point is, is that there's enough confidence in the dollar that people are willing to lend us trillion dollars of money 100 it's when the confidence in the dollar goes to hell in a handbasket and they're not willing to lend us that is when we're in trouble that's right that's absolutely right and and, and so if it's 30 31 well, 30 trillion dollars in debt it also means it's 30 trillion dollars in circulation backing up phil's point and what the sad part is frida we can't find 20 dollars that's the sad part 
And it has nothing to do with the money not being out here. It has everything to do with the fact that we don't understand money. We just don't understand money. And that's something we have to stop because there's no reason for any of us to be broke with $30.29 trillion floating around us. And 97% of that is all digital. 97% of that. I, I, I dare you. There is a, there, let me just play just a little bit of it. I, I, I wasn't going to, let me just play just a little bit of this though. Ray Dalio is like Superman to me. Let me just play just a little bit of this. Machine works in 30 minutes. How the economic machine works in 30 minutes. The economy works like a simple machine, but many people don't understand it or they don't agree on how it works. And this has led to a lot of needless economic suffering. I feel a deep sense of responsibility to share my simple but practical economic template. Though it's unconventional, it has helped me to anticipate and to sidestep the global financial crisis, and it has worked well for me for over 30 years. Let's begin. Though the economy might seem complex, it works in a simple, mechanical way. It's made up of a few simple parts and a lot of simple transactions that are repeated over and over again a zillion times. These transactions are above all else driven by human nature, and they create three main forces that drive the economy. Number one, productivity growth. Number two, the short-term debt cycle. And number three, the long-term debt cycle. We'll look at these three forces and how laying them on top of each other creates a good template for tracking economic movements and figuring out what's happening now. Let's start with the simplest part of the economy, transactions. An economy... Let me pause right quick. I want y'all to... I've explained this over and over, but please, for the love of... Let me stop all this real quick. Let me just stop all this. I promise you, I'm gonna put this back up. I need you to get write this. Somebody write this down. Money is not finance. It's not just like debt and deficit with two different things. Deficit is the difference between what we got and what we owe, and how much we're working with. Just in in layman's terms, you understand what I'm saying? The the our, our money and finance. It's not the same. Money is what you have. Finance is the schooling behind it. Economy is how humans behave in both of those. Go ahead, Phil. Well, I used to say to people when people were always had their panties all bunched up when they're worried about the cars coming to America, yeah. right? Let's see, we're trading dollars for cars. And I say, whoa, whoa, time out. What do you think is easier to make, a car or a dollar? A lot easier to make a dollar than it is to make a car. So they're willing to accept our dollars for their cars. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. That's a very good thing. That's a very good thing. And, and, and it's 80% of the world wants to... America is, I don't know, 2 or 3% population of the world, but is responsible for 70% of all the trade in the world. <laughs> that is... That don't make no sense. Clearly, somebody's controlling it, and I thank God for it because I'm American. But that that's don't make why any two sense. years ago, 
China woke up and said, whoa, wait a minute, we got to yep. be more like America. We got to open up China to be, become a consumer based economy right. and let our people have stuff because that's where we're going to eventually get power in the marketplace. That's right. You're absolutely right. That's, you're absolutely right. And it's just so when you under, when he's going to break this stuff down here in a second, child, and I promise I'm going to do this for the rest of the year for you. I'm just it's, it's, it's easier for me to just help you all make a lot of money. I need you to get that economy is the thing influencing you the most, hurting you the most. And two times a year, there's a, there is a, I got a video on YouTube about it, but two times a year, there's an economy, there's a committee that meets and says, are we going to raise the rates or not? Raise the rate or not? And they look, they look at what he's about to explain and says, all right, raise, lower, et cetera. They meet twice a year. The economy is what's hurting you or helping you. But even if it's helping you, it's still hurting you. Let, let me explain. Because if you don't have money, you ain't benefiting anyway, hurt or good economy. It don't matter. Also, when the economy goes bad, the first thing somebody like Anthony's going to tell you is get you some municipals, get you some bonds. You're right. He's 100% right. The problem with that is when you do buy them, when you finally realize you should buy them, I own them. <laughs> You're not buying them from some magician that doesn't want money. You're buying them from someone who already owns them. So even when you be smart, Jerome, and secure your money, you're just making the wealthier richer. It, it, there's only one way out of this. And that way is right now, understand what's about to happen and start owning stuff immediately. You're not, let me just tell everybody this right now, 20, this 2022, you are dead in the water. Deal with it. Do everything you can now for 2032's economic disruption. It's going to be worse than this one. You are really helping people. Right <laughs> <here. Don't. laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm you, you're dead right now. You, you, don't, Arshia, just suck it up. You are not going to be whatever you're dreaming about ain't going to happen. Don't worry about it because you don't need it to happen. What you need to do is delay your gratification to say, you know what? I'm being leveraged right now. I'm going to spend the next 10 years buying leverage. So the next time this happened, when people get smart advice from Kenochi and they go buy stuff to save themselves, they're making me richer. I call it building your legacy, Antonio. That's what it is. I, I work That's what it is. on my legacy. That's what it is. That's what it is. And I'm, 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 I'm so you'll see why I paused because what he's getting ready to say is a picture, a shorter picture, and a longer picture. And I need you to get that anywhere in that picture, Jerome, you're making somebody rich. You're supposed to. You're supposed to. That's how it's supposed to be. You, we, we have no economy if you're not. The goal, a good economy is when both sides are making each other rich. Mm -hmm. And the, and the more we could do this daily, the better the economy is. Soon as one side says, mm -mm, I'm hurting right now, that's when we get what we call a, a bust economy, a, a down economy. When somebody gets afraid, 
but nothing bad happens until the bank say, uh, Phil, have you have you seen what's going on? So I sure have. Or she ain't spending no money. Can you get her to spend money, Phil? I tried. All right. Then, Phil, I, I don't think our shit is lendable. How many other people you talk to? Well, I talked to a million people this month. Nam one of them are lendable. All right. Well, Phil, we're in a recession. And the banks stop lending. When the system breaks, they deem you unlendable. The banks now say, we can't keep borrowing money from the government, from the Federal Reserve, not the government. And we can't pass our debt off to our Shia and the other million our Shias. They're unlendable, shut everything down. And since the feds won't raise their rates, we're going to raise our deposits. 20% now to get in. Because we only want to deal with the people who have money. And we'll wait until everybody's lendable again. And we're going to sit back the government's going to do some sort of stimulus. Look, they're going to, they've been lying to y'all. They said that they used Obama as if it was like, you know, they, they, you know, they, they used the word Obama real slick. Like, like Obama was like, mm-hmm. it was like the, it was like the N word, the way they said it. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, o- o- Obama spending, you know, it was like, you know, the N word spending Obamacare, you know, this, they, they, they use that. And the turnaround told you only Democrats do that. Trump got in, gave a bigger stimulus. Y'all, stop listening to them. Both sides are going to give our stimulus checks every chance they get. As long as we are in this fiat system that has not been fixed since we really broke it in 1984, like we really broke it then. We broke it, broke it for good. I'm telling you 100% that if the banks say, we're not giving out no money, and Arshia say, I'm not spending no money then. And Anthony say, well, I can't get them to buy from me. It's only one other place that you can get money from legally, the government. Mm. And both sides are going to do it because if they don't do it, they kill the economy. Hear everything I said. Now watch how much sense is about to, this video is about to be now is simply the sum transactions that make it up and a transaction is let's start with the simplest part of the economy transactions an economy is simply the sum of the transactions that make it up and a transaction is a very simple thing you make transactions all the time every time you buy something you create a transaction each transaction consists of a buyer exchanging money or credit with a seller for goods, services, or financial assets. Credit spends just like money, so adding together the money spent and the amount of credit spent, you can know the total spending. The total amount of spending drives the economy. If you divide the amount spent by the quantity sold, you get the price. And that's it. That's a transaction. It's the building block of the economic machine. All cycles and all forces in an economy are driven by transactions. So, if we can understand transactions, we can understand the whole economy. A market consists of all the buyers and all the sellers making transactions for the same thing. For example, there is a wheat market. 
a car market, a stock market, and markets for millions of things. An economy consists of all of the transactions in all of its markets. If you add up the total spending and the total quantity sold in all of the markets, you have everything you need to know to understand the economy. It's just that simple. People, businesses, banks, and governments all engage in transactions the way I just described, exchanging money and credit for goods, services, and financial assets. The biggest buyer and seller is the government, which consists of two important parts, a central government that collects taxes and spends money, and a central bank, which is different from other buyers and sellers because it controls the amount of money and credit in the economy. It does this by influencing interest rates and printing new money. For these reasons, as we'll see, the central bank is an important player in the flow of credit. I want you to pay attention to credit. Credit is the most important part of the economy and probably the least understood. It's the most important part because it's the biggest and most volatile part. Just like buyers and sellers go to the market to make transactions, so do lenders and borrowers. Lenders usually want to make their money into more money, and borrowers usually want to buy something they can't afford, like a house or a car, or they want to invest in something like starting a business. Credit can help both lenders and borrowers get what they want. Borrowers promise to repay the amount they borrow, called principal, plus an additional amount, called interest. When interest rates are high, there is less borrowing because it's expensive. When interest rates are low, borrowing increases because it's cheaper. When borrowers promise to repay, and lenders believe them, credit is created. Any two people can agree to create credit out of thin air. That seems simple enough, but credit is tricky because it has different names. As soon as credit is created, it immediately turns into debt. Debt is both an asset to the lender and a liability to the borrower. In the future, when the borrower repays the loan plus interest, the asset and the liability disappear and the transaction is settled. So why is credit so important? Because when a borrower receives credit, he is able to increase his spending. And remember, spending drives the economy. This is because one person's spending is another person's income. Think about it. Every dollar you spend, someone else earns. And every dollar you earn, someone else has spent. So when you spend more, someone else earns more. When I got to pause it right here. We're, we're, we're almost done. I'm, I'm not certainly not trying to keep you, but I'm trying to bless you. I'll pause it right it's here. It's a good class, Antonio. Oh, Much man. more simpler than my economics class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I used to, I did this a couple of years ago for a mastermind group that we had. So we, I got a bunch of videos somewhere. I don't still remember where it's at. We got a bunch of videos somewhere where it's at. But anywho, I, I'll, I'll start over. We'll do it with this here. I'm pausing it right here because I want to explain something that I want to tell y'all what I keep telling y'all that y'all keep missing. When Jerome gets credit, Jerome says, got me some money, turns around and says, Arshia, I'll buy that now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is what's so Jerome's, Jerome is 
income for the bank or the lender and now becomes income for our shield. He's income twice. Yeah. You, you understand? Mm-hmm. And then our Shia can keep getting money from Jerome or get enough money from Jerome to where she got 20% and can beco- become income for the another, another lender or somebody. And this system is beautiful until the bank say, she I ain't doing that no more. <laughs> That's what happens, but that ain't the point I'm trying to bring up. I need you to get that this, let me just, just let me just rewind it because just, just, I just need one in like eight seconds or 12 seconds. Please pay attention because I tell you this all the time. Increases spending. And remember, spending drives the economy. This is because one person's spending is another person's income. Think about it. Every dollar you spend, someone else earns. And every dollar you earn, someone else has spent. So when you spend more, someone else earns more. All right, right there. Two things I keep telling you. When you spend more, someone else earns more. Two things I keep telling you. The first one is the one y'all don't get. You keep praying to God. And y'all wrong. I'm not telling you don't pray to God. I'm telling you God blesses you through people spending money. Watch yourself, Reverend. You keep wanting money to come out of thin air because that's what your whole sermons and stuff keep telling you to do. And I keep telling you, you just review my videos. I keep telling you over and over, every last one of your blessings come through people's pockets. Mm-hmm. I keep telling you over and over, every last one of your blessings come through people's pockets and God ain't sending you no envelope and, and, and generating it in your mailbox. What God is doing is sending Anthony to you and saying, hey, I got money in my pocket. Where's your trading power? Mm. I have to want what you're selling more than I want what I'm spending. Yep. I say, I say it, Jerome, I've said it 40, 50 times this year. And y'all keep using God as an excuse to be broke. This, this economy video clearly shows you money ain't coming from heaven. It's coming from people's pockets. So ask God in heaven to send the right people to you, but then now you got to have trading power to get it out their pockets. Mm. Yeah, See, they don't like when I say that. I, I didn't tell you take God out the equation. Say, God send me the right people, but once they get there, you got to have the right trading power. Mm. But but you can't get money from God. You get money from God by God sending you our Shia. You got it now. I keep saying, you, 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 doggone religious folk, spiritual folk, you sure want this money to just, you say, you say, I'm gonna build my website and it's gonna come. No, your website's not trading power. Your website is a visual reflection of whatever the hell you're trying to tell me about. <laughs> it is not trading power. And then when he said, when you spend more, you spend more. This, when you spend more, people earn more. People like me. This is very important. Y'all saw me. I saw y'all. I spent 199, 199, 199 on artificial intelligence. I'm going to go get, I, I told the programmers, I, I, was, didn't, I, did, I didn't say a doggone word. Every single time, Anthony, I, if I ever say, Jerome, I'm doing this, and I don't say nothing else, you were supposed to catch it. And I'm only saying it out there, sugar, for people to catch it, but they don't want to catch it. So I ain't saying nothing. 
I told them I'm going to get 11 certifications in 22 weeks. Every last one of them is in artificial intelligence, machine learning, and deep, deep learning. It basically means by the time I'm done, I could build robots, androids that come to the field and say, want a beer? Of course, <laughs> Susan gonna knock the beer out of his hand, but you get what I'm saying though, right? You, you know, that, that I'm building that by the time in 22 weeks. So I'm spending money to then make money. Rewind, press play. I can't exist on planet earth, not spending money. And every time I spend money, I'm somebody else's income. The wealthy just make sure when we spend, we make money at the same time we're spending, plus convincing you to spend with us through an asset. One more time. I don't just make money when y'all pay me. I also make money when I spend it. All right, go ahead. That's go ahead. completely understandable. That's that's. I make money twice. Do you understand what I'm saying? I make money when I spend it, and I make money when I make it. Oh, okay, go. That's the two things I want to tell you. Go ahead, Grace. So, and Deanna had. A okay, so you become, for a period of time, you become somebody else's income, so that you can therefore, other people can become your income. Say it again. You become someone else's income at the moment, all the trainings that you all the certifications that you're getting, somebody else's income, the 199, 199. So that in turn, while you're learning, other people can become your income. Yes. Yes. And more. It's 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 let me practice, let me make this more practical. Lucas construction. All right. I have to spend money on construction. I also know. 50% of the money I'm going to spend is going to waste. That's every construction company, 50% goes to waste. This is, uh, this is industry standard. So what he does, he says, well, hold the hell on there. Maybe I can come up with some formulas. If I know, if, if I know carpet is 75 cent a square foot or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I come up with some formulas. And I know for sure I can cut my waist down just by being mathematical about my spending. So if he has 25% waste, he also made 25% more money. Yeah. <laughs> because that residual, I can take to another project that I didn't have to, and I didn't have to pay for that concrete, and I can lay that concrete over there. And I didn't have to pay for it, and I can get full price on the price of the job from the residual concrete that I had left over from my other job. And that's yeah, exactly what I do. That's exactly what you do. So here's what happens. If he saves 25% on waste, each project, every fifth project he gets is 100% paid for. He can pocket that whole contract and his business is never affected. I think you've been watching me. <laughs> <laughs> The, you get what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to show you the. This is why I say I said at the beginning I'm probably going to do one of these because it's too, it's too important. This is the rest of the well, the year for me is September 30th. Okay, we're on a fiscal year here. This is the rest of the year. I'm, I'm going to, and I'm, and I'm, a, I'm slick side, moving the boat in ATS 
to where it's all artificial intelligence. And because that's what that, that's what I'm passionate about. Like Tiffany just passed about cybersecurity. That's why ATS TV is now. So then now I'm gonna start getting do, do I want Frida or do I want billion dollar company? I want billion dollar company because their money don't stop coming. But then I want to take that and say, Frida, this is how I got this billion dollar company. It's why I said business, sales, and marketing are free. Taking what I'm doing, giving it Pied Piper, giving it back to the people. And then if you want to learn what I'm doing on the technical side, it's $5,000, which is a steal. Mm -hmm. Four years, $5,000. You tripping. You understand what I'm saying? You you, you tripping? Yeah, it ain't even a semester. You know what I'm saying? It's not even a semester. You know, it's not even a semester. Things like that. So the idea is, when I spend, I'm making money. This is why I never draw a salary. Or I always seem not to have to go get a job or something because I got stuff out there just continuously making me money. And when you make enough of it, you give some away to somebody or help somebody and bless somebody, and then you get more money. It's crazy. So we're going to stop right there. I'm going to close this out. We're going to pick back up. Grace, I need you to remember we were at five minutes and 29 seconds. Write that down. We're going to go through this whole video. We're not moving, number one, until it is time. Yeah, I know, Tyrell, they set up a meeting with me to talk to you right now let's make more money <laughs> so we can bless others i ain't mad at you uh sugar i just sent you a message reach your reach message sugar the what if i say oh 529 we're gonna go through this whole thing one is the most important law it has so many things in it because every time you get this money if you're saving 10 percent, you know what i'm saying but I, there's, there's there's a lot that i had said in that article put this link down for me too grace so I can easily find it again without having to search. No, the oh, medium link okay. is it's to the, thank you, Renee. It's to the, the series I did. It's to the series right here. And this is, this is such a, this is like the, the nerve of me to say this, everything you learn about money is lies, 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 lies. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And then saying, but money is not finite. It is not limited. It is infinite. And the beautiful thing about this is the same game that they're using so Phil don't catch up with them is the same blessing Phil has to catch up with them. If all of y'all were black, this is what I would tell you. So congratulations, everybody here is black, all right? You, you, you just got 10 years younger. <laughs> Feels like, yes. All, right? <laughs> all of you are black. This is what I would tell you if all y'all was black. White folk, this is what I say, white folk make laws to keep other white folk out. They're never thinking about you. They're not writing laws to keep Frida out. They write laws to keep their competition out and they just assume it's automatically going to keep you out. And that's your advantage. Ain't nobody thinking about you. All right, so now y'all back to where we are. The war against you is your advantage. You watch, you watch Reddit, you watch 
Reddit, uh, the Reddit group, Wall Street Bets. You watch them do it. You watch them do it. Flip a short sale. Well, it's a short sale. It's real estate. What is it called? Field of it. The, it was a stock that was meant to go. It's like short some short squeeze. So I'm thinking real estate in my head. Anyway, you watch them flip the game stock and break a whole hedge fund to where three other hedge funds had to pour back in. The same rules that are against you are the actual rules that bless you. And they not, yeah, the same rules that against you are the actual rules that bless you. They not thinking about y'all. You are not their competition. They are writing rules to keep white men who have a chance out their pocket. Everybody else is irrelevant. And that's your advantage. That is your advantage. Listen, listen to me. If you're not making 200 and, no, that's not. If you're not making $10 million a year, them laws ain't about you. If you're not making $10 million a year, them laws, not a single law here is about you. Not, not when it comes to making money. If you're not making 10, this is laws that's about y'all. No abortions. The, you know what I'm saying? Like the laws that are about y'all have nothing to do with money. Have nothing to do with money. If you're not making $10 million a year, that's your advantage. They are not paying attention to you. That's why all these companies keep getting disrupted. All you have to do is understand this economy. And here is how it works. They make money when they spend money. All right, change your strategy right now. Because they won't even notice it when you do it. And as soon as, and I'm telling you this, it's a whole lot, I'm not making it like bad, but it's a whole lot of good people out here. It's more good people than bad people. Bad people are just loud. They're loud as hell. You know what I'm saying? They're just loud. There's far more good people out here than bad people. And I would say 95 to 5. It's 95% good people, 5% bad people is what I would tell you. They just the five percent just loud. You need to understand money, and I'm I'm gonna help you. But if you want to take a head start, I put the thing on there. The first thing you need to get is how money works. I don't mean how it works in your hand. No, from Federal Reserve to government, how money works. Then you need to understand how the economy works. When you when you learn both of those. It's over. So again, I tell you, if I were you, y'all better be glad for let's study your book going over 48 laws of poverty a little bit. If I were you, I'd read four books for the rest of the year. In this order, 48 laws of power, 33 strategies of war, art of seduction, That's all by the same author. Actually, I would just read those books. I'll be fine. Not, <laughs> you, not mastery. Okay. Well, mastery. It, no, no, no. It's a good book. That's a good book. But it's not, it's not something you need to read to win. It's something that you read once you're winning. It's like, okay, how do I keep winning? You're, I'm trying to get you to win. You know what I'm saying? Mastery is. You got 101 to 401, mastery is 601. That's master's degree stuff. 
you know, that's the PhD stuff. Because once you got $250 million and you're trying to keep it, go remaster it. If I give you a fourth book, no, I don't even want to give you a fourth book. No, just Richest Man in Babylon. That's what I was, that actually flashed in my head. That actually flashed in my head. Richest Man in Babylon, for sure. Work on your personal finances. Those are your books. I wouldn't do anything else. I, I, I thank God that they are waging war against the middle class. Not because I want you in a bad situation, but war, the, I, can't, I can't win when you are not attacking me. Mm. But the moment you decide to come out your house and put me in my place is the moment I can develop a strategy. It's the truth. <laughs> so go ahead, Phil. Just to say it in a different way, the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is indifference. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Complete indifference. So I just, just, just process y'all as we close. We're going to do so much personal finance and so much, and that's going to come with the economy and all this stuff, that for sure by September, you should be better. For some of you, it's going to take longer. But your mindset is going to be better, but you don't know what to do with it. And some of you are not starting off at zero. Some of you are starting off at negative 40. Mm-hmm. And it's your fault, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You are negative 40. And don't get upset. It's okay. This year is not your year for this is not your year for winning. I want you to redefine winning. You know what I'm saying? I don't I want the winning you got is stuff you can't see yet. Get out your head with the tangible results you want. Just get out your head with it. Cuz you've already it's April. You 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 ain't even made it out and not until like April 21st do you your money stop going to the government. So you ain't even out the money going to the government yet phase. You lost already. And that's perfectly fine. Notice how your money goes out to the government and they collect this income tax all before you start getting yours. All before you start getting yours. What a good point. Never thought about that. What a good point. It's perfectly fine because you're going to redefine winning, Jerome. You're now putting yourself for next year to make a million dollars a week. I ain't mad. I ain't mad. Yes. That sounds good. I, 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 but you just talking, okay? <laughs> We're going to assign Jerome a personal accountant and watch him because he just giving money away. <laughs> no, I completely get it. Next year, if you don't make, if you don't leave the next year with $52 million, you should be offended because you didn't make a million dollars a week. For two weeks a year, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You should be offended. And I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even trying to stretch you from zero to 52 million. I'm, I'm not trying to make you. I'm just saying, by the time we're done, you will have real estate investment strategies. You, I, I just, if I can just get you to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, you start playing a whole different game. 
The game is different when you get to two hundred fifty thousand. Yes, it's not the quite same different game. Different when you yeah. get that. No, that, that's the magic number. That's the magic number. That's that's critical mass, brother. Yes, you know that's a good phrase. It is critical mass. It it is it's when everything changes. $250,000. That's what everybody needs to focus on, getting $250,000. And I'm not asking you to make it. I'm asking you to generate it. So two different things. Generating money. Exactly. Yeah. It's a lot easier than making it. But you have to have pipelines to generate in such a short time. You can carry buckets or you can build pipelines. So please, all, all this year is just y'all building pipelines. It takes you no, it, who says your 250,000 can't come from the government from a, from a grant? You, how you know your house is not in a zip code that the city wants to save as historic? Mm. This, I could do this all day thinking about ways to get money. I'm t- some, some of y'all are in historic zip codes and the city wants to save it. They want to save that zip code. Third Ward Houston is one of those. They keep trying to gentrify it and you can literally save yourself. You can save yourself by declaring your property historic and the city will send you tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of dollars. You, some of y'all can start a school, right? Some of y'all can take the classes I'm teaching, the computer classes. This, here's a plan right now. Take some computer classes and reteach every single thing in the computer class. And your class is gonna cover five-year-olds to 25-year-olds. Do what I just did? Mm-hmm. And you're gonna to go to this, you're gonna to go to your city on Tuesday. First Tuesday of the month. You're gonna, I hope y'all write this down. You're gonna to go to your city first Tuesday of the month, and you're gonna let them tell you whatever the hell's going on in the city. Then after that, on that Wednesday, you're going to your ISD, independent school district, your administration building. And you're gonna ask them, you're gonna tell them these exact words. I'm starting a school that specializes in STEM, computer programming, and game development. And I only want five-year-olds to 25-year-olds. I only want five-year-olds to 25-year-olds. And I'm looking for any building that the city any school building or building that can be turned into a school that the city wants renovated. And if you can sell me that building and a lot of these places to give you that building for a dollar. The city's not getting taxes on it. It's an eyesore to the city. It's decaying every day and homeless people are squatting in it. They can sell it to you for a dollar and get your taxes every single year. Now you just got a school building for a dollar or something 
You took all the information I'm telling you. You got five to 25 years, and now you're getting paid. I don't know, $1,200 a student before nine o'clock. Because you started a what? Charter school. Mm-hmm. That's the best advice I gave out all year. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't play better. You can dominate. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Love you. Love you more. <laughs> I sure Thank hope, you, sir. Yes, sir. I, I sure hope y'all benefited from Oh, this. I just love this. This is good. <laughs> I love this. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. Enjoy your good Friday. All right, everybody. Love y'all. All right. Love- when the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world not making money the pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire i came really close so the pandemic was a blessing it was hiring people and get this everybody i had 48 job positions open during the pandemic 22 dollars an hour with paid training and i could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions hear me well 48 job positions 22 dollars an hour paid training and i couldn't find someone not one person for those job positions now is it because i hire slowly true but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to, but if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not gonna free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate and if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools which is the technology itself to match the right candidates up with your job you can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions additionally ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out uh, review and rate candidates four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter it is a blessing and no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, 
soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes. Have a great weekend. Okay. Happy Easter. Okay, I'm going to text you, sugar. All right. Yeah.